Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to our new monthly podcast or three weekly podcast where actually we are in person with decent microphones and no internet lag. Yes. <laughs> what a change, eh? It's nice to be in person, but it's even nicer for the, the customers and the members to get uh, um Lag-free podcasts, yeah. lag-free feedback shows. That's it. In we've the just, future, we've just finished our first new feedback show, so it's going to be a, a bumper edition today because we've got the podcast. I'll hopefully get out today, and then I'll also have the new feedback show. Oh, today. you're going to give them both? Oh my yeah. goodness me! You're yeah. getting both. Let yeah, we'll, we'll issue them both, and then every time I come down, which is usually every three weeks, we we'll do another one. We we'll do another one and release them both. Right. Okay. So, um, yes, we've got lots to talk about because, as I said last podcast, we've been saving some things up. Mm. Oh, well, we better better get straight at it then, matey. Yeah. This one, uh, a couple of emails here from Mark. And I'm going to read his emails out here because I just found it very interesting. Mm. Uh, Mark says, Colin, I paint in oils and my area of interest is now, I don't know my Roman numerals. X-V-I-I. Is that 17th century? Because X is 10, yes. 5 is V, and 2 lines, which is 7. Right. I think that's 17th century Dutch landscapes and also Italian Renaissance. I travel a lot and it's too difficult to bring my stuff with me. But thanks to fortunately finding your website, I now feel that I can accomplish things using the convenience of pastel pencils, which I'd never considered. I live in New York State and am now in Europe. When I get back next week, I'll definitely subscribe to your instruction. I finally feel that I've found the kind of instruction which I can use and thank you in advance. In particular, I can see that I can layer my colours using pastel pencils with just the kind of transparency that I need. So glad I found your website. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. And um, I don't know how far Mark has uh, looked at our website and our uh, YouTube, but... We've done some, uh, we haven't done any of the Masters, but we've done uh, Renoir and... Uh, Quinton. And Quinton's, yeah. So we, we, I know that the pastel pencil is capable of doing wonderful things. I don't, I, I wouldn't like to compare it to oil because it isn't an oil, uh, you can't beat a real oil painting done by a master. You can't do it. Mm. Um, but pastel pencils can do the next best thing. And it's, I think it does give um, the opportunity, as Mark said, to layer and build up your colours, which we do very well, similarly to the old masters. Mm. Uh, they used to build their colours up and, and then, you know, used to coat it with their um, seals and then carry on painting over the top of it. So they, they, they had, they, they built in layers all the, the, the great artists did. Mm. It also correlates a little bit to the feedback show we just recorded with the transparency. Mm. That's true. Yes, very true. Mm. And the convenience, as we've mm. heard many people say, is appealing to them. They can just pick up their pencils mm. but achieve much greater effects than other mm. pencil mediums than, that you would be able to travel with. Definitely. So Mark's sent us another question in response to that because we had a bit of an email exchange. And he said... I do have a particular question regarding pre preparing supports and grounds for pastel. I'd like to use uh, an eight, 
an eighth inch or an eighth of an inch masonite boards for painting in oils. And I usually prepare them using Godin GAC 100 to seal the masonite and then use Liquitex or other acrylic gesso or gesso to to provide the white surface for painting. For pastels, I would like to use the same masonite panels. So he's talking about here using a mixture of golden pumice gel with a pigment. I don't don't think it's going to be very successful. To get the colour. No, I don't think so. That sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot of work and unnecessary too. Pastel pencils work best with pastel paper. You can't really, I mean, people have used sandpaper and uh, the colour fix paper was very similar, although that was still pastel paper. Um, but really, pastel paper is best if you, I mean, I would say, you know, give it a try, but I can't see that performing any better than uh, the pastel paper that we use. It's it's interesting because it, I imagine with, oils and things like that you have to prepare a board oh, absolutely you do. i don't know yeah i don't oh, know anything do. about but you, you have to prepare mm. the surface yep so i can understand needing thinking that you might need to apply that to pastel pencils too mm. but there really isn't no need there isn't any need because the pastel paper as long as you use pastel paper now if you used a watercolor paper or another type of paper um it wouldn't work the same way pastel pencils wouldn't work the same way for instance we as you know people know that I can use pastels on top of watercolour. Yes. Now that is, in a way, preparing your paper because you're putting a, a coat of paint, watercolour paint, be it watercolour paint, not, mm. not anything else uh, like acrylic or anything, and then using the pastel on top of it. Now that works better than if you were to put it directly onto watercolour paper. Mm. So effectively you are actually preparing the surface. Um, Why does but, that work? Uh, I don't. Well, it works because I think the water, uh, the watercolor that you put on, the paint that you put on, kind of gives you um, a surface. It uh, breaks the surface tension of the paper first of all, because you're putting water on it, and it it gives you a like a a very fine uh, color. And the color has got to be a pigment. You know, it's got to be it's got to be something. It can't be nothing. It'll be transparent, and that can mean that when you put the pastel on it got a grip Mm. but having said all that i still wouldn't do that you are limited though aren't you really like when you've done pastel on watercolor it's literally been touching up uh when i've done it you're quite right it has been but but at one time i didn't know at one time when i did uh there was a there was a uh, a painting i did many many years ago where a full painting and i basically worked on top of it with pastels to Full a very, on. very large extent, much, much more than people have seen me do now. Oh, really? But when I got to the end of it, I looked at the picture and it wouldn't have been any different if I'd just used pastel pencils. Mm. So I thought, well, why am I fiddling around doing watercolour under, under painting and then pastel on top? There's no need. And people now know, because we've done so much landscape work now, that uh, you don't need to. Mm. That's really interesting. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. You know, people pick up on things like that. But I think I, if I was Mark, what I would do, get the pastel pencils, use the tools that we use and the paper that we use and give it a try on its own. 
and you'll you'll find that he, if he uses our techniques, he'll he'll satisfy himself with the with the pastel pencil. As I say, it's not an oil, and, and I've never pretended it was. It, it can't compete with that, mm. but it, it's a very convenient uh, medium, which is what he's really looking for. Mm. Thanks, Mark, for raising those points and uh, giving us a couple of talking points there. I think that's been interesting. The next one is from Anne. Anne says, Hello, I have made a huge faux pas with a portrait I am doing. I used a grid to draw the face, but didn't lighten the lines, thinking that the pastels would cover it. This has not happened, and now I have grid lines showing, no matter what colour I put over to try and cover it. Absolutely. Well, you've learned a big, big, big lesson there. Don't ever, ever, never, ever, never uh, draw grid lines on your drawing surface. There's no need for it, as people know. We, you can draw it on tra- uh, cartridge paper, uh, draw it out using square drawing, our square drawing grids. Or if you don't want to do that, you can draw the grids on uh, cartridge paper. Draw your picture out. Make any mistakes uh, right by erasing here and erasing there and redoing bits to your heart's content. Once you've got it right, you then transfer that image onto your drawing surface. Clean as a whistle, using ideally using uh, trace down. That's the, because that's graphite and that can be removed. So, and uh, people know, and uh, there's plenty of examples now of what. What you do once you've got that um, tra- the trace down image, you just go over it with a pencil, maybe an F pencil or an HB pencil. I wouldn't use anything stronger than that because it will affect the uh, pastel. And just 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 to clarify, make sure you've got it as you want it, and then you can start using the pastels. And people, what I do now, and people will see it, is I tend to overwork my. Uh, graphite so that I've got a really good idea of what I'm looking for and then I erase those graphite lines to to a very faint trace as I go along Mm. not all to one not only all in one go just as As you're doing areas yeah because then you still want to see the outline Uh, very important to do that yeah but uh, I can I can sympathize with her if she's done it with the grids anyway you now know don't do it again Okay, next one, Janine. I've been doing Collins watercolour pictures and I am really enjoying them. My question is, I am wondering about using watercolour pencils in addition for some of the finer details. I have experimented with Derwent Inktense pencils for the wood grain effect and Mm. I thought it looked good. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. And that uh, is probably the best application, I think, for uh, the watercolour pencils. I'm not a great lover of watercolour pencils to do a complete picture. I know we've done a few on the site, um, but that was only to public demand. I I wouldn't choose to do that. But if you've got a watercolour, yes, you can touch up with watercolour pencils. Yeah, I've I've seen it done and uh, it can work. Would I do it? No, I wouldn't. If you're asking me, if I, Would you? I, I wouldn't because I can use, I use, I prefer to use fine brushes and, and do it pure. And That's would you I use prefer. pastel pencils though? Well, yeah. I wouldn't now. No, I wouldn't do it now. I've done it again because public asked me to do it. I'll do it. I'll show it's, it's nice to see the variations, but there's no need to. If you do a watercolor picture, the way we do it, watercolor pictures, there's no reason to do it. There's plenty of examples on the site. And I have never, unless I state that I'm going to, I don't use pastel pencils. The I imagine the watercolour pencils give a bit of texture to the watercolour. 
Um, the tea. Yeah, I think I think she's using it more for detail, though. Yeah. That's, that's what she's using for. If you've got very fine detail, you can sharpen your point to a really fine point and then draw it in. Um, the only problem you've got with that, of course, if you wet it, that spreads like wildfire. So you, you've lost, you've lost the idea of it. It'd have to be dry and then use it. I think that's what she would do, yes, if she's looking at it for, for detail. Because you can't use watercolour pencils for detail if you're going to put slosh watercolour on it. It mm. just spreads. And you haven't, you do have some sort of control, but not a lot. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay, thanks, Janine. Next one from Andrew. Colin, for all your ardent followers, me included, I would like to point out a couple of things that work nicely for me. Firstly, I have a circular sta- sanding disc which I affix to my drill, and I can get all of my pencils evenly and a very good long point on them. Secondly, I found a novel way of cleaning my blenders simply by rubbing them on a ball of elastic bands. I hope that helps, and thank you very much for being an A1 tutor. Oh, well, thank you for the tips, and uh, I'm sure people will bear that in mind. I, uh, if you're going to ask me, would I do it? No, I wouldn't do that, because it's, it's just labour-intensive. And my idea, when I sharpen my pencils, as you know, and I've mentioned it in the past i like to refine my point sometimes it's it's thick sometimes it's thin sometimes i've got a point sometimes i've got a wedge i can vary that now if you've got a sander you can't do that to make you you're you're ending up with uh, all the same you know Mm. but that that doesn't mean to say you don't do it if it works for you do it Mm. and uh, i only can tell people what I do, and as far as the uh, what was the other one again? Uh, rubbing the blenders oh, yeah. on elastic on a ball oh, of elastic. That's, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Give it a try. Yeah, give it a try. Again, I prefer to use my fingers, but um, and the reason I do that, folks, it's one to clean them because I don't like washing them, and two, you can then transfer some of the oil from your finger onto the blender, and it makes it it makes it um, a little smooth, smoother. Ah. Hmm. Does that affect, does, I mean, not that your fingers are really oily, but it doesn't affect the the pastel, does it? And, no, not at all. Well, you use your finger for sky, don't you? Yeah. I mean, um, I've, I've got to say that some people may have sort of um, wet fingers, you know, or wet hands. Some people do. skin's Yes, yeah, slightly different. So I can, only, again, I can only tell people what I do. Yeah. And if it works for them, fine. Otherwise, yes, that's a very good tip, though. Oh, well, no, give it a go. Uh, what what works for you, and I'm sure that up and around the world, all of the uh, members and people that follow us are trying all sorts of different things out. And I think it's great that they do, yeah. because it, it it and great to pass on tips to us. But it's more important for them to find their own uh, their own ideas and what works for them. What works for them? That's right. Yeah. While we're on the subject of color shapers, let's talk about. A couple of new colour shapers because mm. they're going to be appearing very soon in um, some they pictures. Mm. Um, we didn't think we'd be adding more, but we always say that and then realise there, <laughs> there is a use. There is a use. They they come in handy. That's right. So let's talk about two colour shapers. The first one is a size six. Yes. And it's an ivory chisel size yes. six. Yes. Now, why did you choose that one? Well, I like it because I, I like the size 10. Uh, grey one we've got mm. but what I wanted I wanted a f- slightly finer 
blend, and I know that by using the ivory colour shaper as opposed to the grey colour shaper, you get a softer blend with it. So I thought, well, the ivory number six, which is slightly smaller than the number 10, so you're going to get a better, uh, um, more even uh, stroke, would be better. And it's proved the case. It does work. It does work really well. I've done a couple of backgrounds with it, uh, and I've used it on my latest picture, which I've just finished. I've um, I've used it on that very successfully, and you'll have to wait and see how I did that because uh, otherwise I'd give it away. But it does work for that too. So it's like when when you have all these color shapers and all these tools, you find a use for them, and then there is just that one instance that you think, well, how, how am I going to get that done? And this particular, the, the, say, this last picture, I couldn't find a way of doing it. I couldn't use my fingers. It didn't work. And I I tried the other colour shapers, and they didn't work. And I thought, I know. Let me try my, color, my number six, and it worked. Mm. And uh, so, as I say, you, you can you can draw on them. But I wouldn't say that it's got, I'm, I'm going to use it for every picture, but uh, it's there if people want it. It's there, and they don't wear out. For goodness' sake, especially if you don't use them much. Yeah, you can. They're there forever. So I think it's a, a good a good addition. Excellent. The other one is a different shaped tip. It's mm. the angle shape, which is mm. difficult to describe. Really, it goes yes. to a point, but it's got yes. edges on like it, like a triangle. Triangle yes. comes to a point, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's got it's got um, sharper edges uh, in terms of like that. It's not a tapered hmm. Hmm. round. It's not smooth all the way around. It's got no. two two angles. That's right. And I use that, Steve. I've been using that as my very finest color shaper. It also, of course, because it comes to a point. There's a sharper point than the uh, the ones that we've got at the moment with the really? round ones. It's a sharper one, so you can get tiny little detail in. Is it because it's is it more rigid as well? Because it's got the no, angles. no, it's still floppy. No, it's, and... no, it's the opposite to that. It, it, that's one of the downfalls of it. Ah, it, it is. It wobbles flimsy. around too much. So you sometimes would need the, the round color shaper to, to to use, but it works really well and it's very fine. And I've also used the side of it as well, as well, the side of the oh, colour yeah. shaper. Uh, but people will see it when they see me use it. But once again, it's one that, and I've, also, I've got a grey one as well now in the same shape, but I haven't used that yet. But I will do, folks. And uh, uh, if that really, we haven't got them in yet, have we? No, but, they're not, um, not available yet. We're thinking about them, and uh, I like to test run them first. Mm. Well, the the ivory um, size six, we will definitely be stocking. Mm. That'll definitely be up, and um, it's just whether we we decide which the grey or the ivory of the angle ones. Which I'd like to think that we're going to get both of them, to be honest, because I think you know if you've got it, you can use it. Yeah. And so many times I say to people. Uh, now, and when I start using the color, this new color shaper, and I say on the on the video, if you haven't got it, folks, don't worry, you can use a so and so, and and they can, but it's a compromise. Yeah, and I don't like the compromises. I like to be what I want. I want it, and that's how I want to get the effects. Well, it's it's not like you have to buy a lot of materials no, for pastel pencils. Goodness me. And I think it's nice to have a range of tools at your disposal. It's not like you've got 
15 brushes that you have to no. contend with you know you've got even if you've got all of the shapers that we're talking another three four that's eight in total yeah if you had all of them that yeah. we're thinking about then you know it's not it's an investment anyway steve it's something like you say they last you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna wear them out the ones you might wear out is the gray color shaper the the chisel one that, size that two. quite a lot uh yeah yeah. That one, if I haven't, I haven't worn it out, mind you. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still using it. How long have it. you been using that? God. Um, well, in fairness, I've got two of them. I had two to start with, uh, and I alternate them. But I've been using them for about uh, seven years, I suppose now. Not bad, eh? No. So good, not bad. Good, they're good, and um, they're still there. I'm still using robust, them. Robust, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So I think you'll find that uh, you know it's an investment worth having. Mm. Fantastic. Well, you blitzed through those questions a lot faster than I thought we would. Oh, well, no. There's oh, no God. more now. Oh, well, oh, that's it then. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, well I'm, I'm going to have a cup of tea now, see. Well, you do. <laughs> we do have a bumper edition today. So if you want more of us, then we're on the feedback show as well. In yeah. person. Yes, yes. And <laughs> lag free. And uh, we're just waiting for that to, to load up at the moment. So... We're going to do these podcasts once a month, um, like we said, with the, as well as the feedback show. So I hope you enjoyed um, hearing us in better quality and keep your questions coming in. Obviously, we will answer all your emails, but the, the ones that we, we pick will go on to the show and um, we'll pick a few more, seeing as we're, we're doing less podcasts and we want to mm. spread these out. We'll, we'll try and increase the length of this show so that we cover more topics. And if there's anything that you want us to discuss in particular... Uh, on the show then you can just get in touch with us by email great request it great okay dad thanks you go have your cup of tea i'll have some food right and (laughs) we'll see everyone in about three weeks time okay thanks everyone for listening i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week